The Devil Pulls the Strings by J.W. Zarek Narrated by Kurt Bonham Chapter 2 Crushed I almost missed the bus to New York City. Flynn would have killed me, but I made it. The bus isn't packed. I find an empty seat, sit, lean my head against the window. I catch a whiff of the backed-up bathroom smell, exhale loud and slow. (sighs) It's going to be a long ride. I stare through the window at the Greyhound Station and adjacent Lone Wolf Saloon in an asphalt parking lot on Lucan House Boulevard. The Lone Wolf Saloon isn't much to look at from the outside, just its name. On a simple rooftop sign sits on a solid rectangle designed to withstand a 200-mile-an-hour tornado. Inside is almost always standing room on most nights, packed with drunks. Their hopes and broken dreams at the bottom of frosted glasses filled with bad beer. Everyone comes for the booze and balls-to-the-walls badass music the area bands bring. Flynn's band played here two weeks ago. The music and saloon were rocking. Only two bar fights. Police were called once. A great night. I shut my eyes and press my forehead further into the window. The 20-plus hour ride to New York City ahead of me. Fresh air? On a bus? One's fill air never smelled this good. The top of my head goes hot, like the bright sun overhead. There's a warm breeze blowing across my face. Why does it feel like I'm outside? Did the AC go out on the bus? I open my eyes and I'm standing on a hillside, a kind of clearing in some woods overlooking a villa and a sleepy seaside harbor. The air is comfortable, but I'm not. My pulse pounds, beads of sweat on my face and neck. Where am I? Damn, I'm in another waking dream. The doctor said the pills would work, but the dreams are coming more often and are more vivid. This place reminds me of a harbor painting on a slide in a high school history class. Ugh. I tap my fist against my head. What was the name of that place on the slide? Geneva... Genoda? I snap my fingers. Genoa, Italy. I scan the surroundings and see a larger-than-normal black-and-white cat. That's different. I usually don't see cats in my dreams or visions. The cat mews. Sounds down the hill near the villa. A violin and a young voice. A familiar haunting melody. I walk closer. Outside the villa, two boys. The older plays the violin. The younger holds the violin but sings. The older of the two boys is dressed notably neat. A dark blue woolen jacket fancy white-frilled collar shirt, a lighter blue-buttoned vest, black knee-length pants. He scratches his neck. I'd hate to have to wear that. Makes me itch. I run my fingernails across my neck. The younger boy has dried dirt streaks across his cheeks, 
a faded brown wrinkled shirt with frayed frilly sleeves. The boy's stare gleams, his face beams. I move even closer, but they take no notice. Niccolo, you were brilliant on a violin, the young boy gushes. Why would you expect less than a brilliant Ambrosish? Niccolo untucks the violin from his chin. Ambrosish lifts his violin and bow. And you've heard me play? Do you think Giovanni Servetto or Giacomo Costa will make a scholarship available to me? His voice pleads, full of hopes and prayers. Niccolo's mouth turns downward. Ambrosish, I go to study under Alessandro Rolla after my concert. Do you know what this means? I recognize the name. Rolla from music history. He was a teacher. Somehow I've time-traveled to Italy and am witnessing someone who studied under him as a boy. But who is Niccolo? And who is Ambrosage? Niccolo leans and towers over Ambrosage, a sardonic smile on his face. In truth, even if all the angels in heaven hear your cries and rally to your aid, a thousand years shall pass before any master might consider Ambrosage Sinti to clean up their spilled bedpans. His tone carries sarcasm, heavy and slow-dripping like thick molasses. Niccolo, you're an uber-jerk. Ambrosage's shoulders slump, his body collapses, his eyes go dull. Pain racks his face like someone stole his musical soul. You've heard me play, Niccolo. You know I have a promise. Please introduce me to Master Sorvetto and Costa. Ambrosage begs. Will you? Then a certain sudden knowing blooms in his expression. It's because I'm a gypsy? Ambrosage, I cannot do as you ask. Niccolo wipes imaginary dirt from his hands, straightens himself. Your family lives on the outskirts of Genoa. Your Sicilian mother arranges marriages, concocts potions, and rumors persist she casts out the devils. Niccolo's angry tone is ramping up with each word. Your father, a conman trickster arrested last year for his involvement in a conspiracy at the Genoese palace. Niccolo composes himself and walks away. I hate you, Niccolo. I hate you to my core. Ambrosish wipes away tears. The skies grow dark. The boys fade away. The hairs on my arms tingle. Adrenaline goes from zero to sixty in my veins and my heart pounds. Then, darkness. Coming up next in The Devil Pulls the Strings by J.W. Zarek. Chapter 3. First Time Anywhere. <laughs> 